630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. A couple of weeks ago, we had uh, the people on from Analog Brewing and Town Square Brewing talking about weird beer. So in the month of uh, most of January and into February, a lot of local breweries doing some really unique things. So there's lobster beer, there's fortune cookie beer, there's squid ink beer, some really unique flavors. There's pineapple curry at Analog. Um, they're doing some weird fruit loops. I think you can get that in um, in Leduc or Spruce Grove, I think, one of the breweries out there. And I have to say, I, I don't go to breweries very often, and, and maybe that's because I'm, you know, I like my wine and I like my cocktails. Not really into beer, but my husband is. So I went to brewery, brewery to brewery to brewery, and they were packed on a Saturday. So whether it was the weird beer adventure hunt or whether it was just that people are into their local beers, who knows? There were a lot of uh, men, there were women, and a lot of dogs. I have to admit, (laughs) at most of the breweries that I went to over the weekend looking to pick up some of these weird beers. And in fact, Friday night, I went into an industrial area in Sherwood Park to check out manual labor. They're doing the lobster beer, so I had to give that a shot. Uh, And also, while they're brewing this, this weird beer, um, including lobster in their mix, like real lobster. We'll talk a little bit about that. They're also offering new classes to teach women about beer. And we have uh, a co-owner and manager of Manual Labor Brewing, also a family doctor in the city, Dr. Nicole Perks, joining us in studio. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. First, let's explore this weird beer. You put actual lobsters. 15 pounds of real lobster. And how how'd that go? I'll tell you, it was a delicious meal afterwards. <laughs> because you didn't waste the lobster, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. No, we uh, we had a good lobster boil. I think everybody was very full. Oh, I bet. Um, tell us about the beer that resulted. I, I did taste it, and I didn't really taste the lobster, but maybe that's a good thing. I Yes, very much a good thing. So when we had first brewed it, uh, it was so, so fishy. Uh, we uh, put the lobsters whole into the boil and then took them out, uh, took the shells off and then put the shells back in so to get more of that extra fishy taste. And so when it was first in the fermenters, oh, I couldn't even drink it. It smelled <gasps> oh, horrible. No. It smelled fishy. And, and you're like, I bought all of these lobsters. Yeah, exactly. The lobster was great, but the beer was just so fishy. It was so potent and it just mellowed out over time. So I get a little bit of brininess at the end of it, but overall it's just a really nice, crisp, light farmhouse ale. So you didn't have to do anything to it? It just dissipated on its own? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's Science. Science, exactly. To say you knew that that was going to happen. Of course, of course. <laughs> it was deliberate and intentional. Yes. Uh, let's talk a little bit about how you got into the brewery business. You are a family doctor. And my husband is an orthopedic surgeon uh, ah. by trade. So uh, during the pandemic, we decided that uh, life's too short. It's time to have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. So he's fully retired from medicine now. He works in the back of house. He runs the, uh, the brewery. He does all the heavy lifting. Uh, and then I help him out with the front of the house. So I manage the tap room. I do all the, the girly things the designing, the colors, all that stuff. Oh, the girly things. That's what? Right. <laughs> that That is kind of counter to what you want. You want women to explore beer, right? Because you don't want to label it as sort of the man's drink and, and women will drink the, the fruity drinks and the cocktails and, and the wine, right? That's absolutely true. And that's, I mean, that's the goal for, uh, for this uh, women's group that I've made is just to make beer a little bit more accessible in an industry that's very traditionally male dominated. 
But having said that, my husband and I share a very blue pink dynamic. Okay, so he does, he truly does all the heavy lifting and, and I, get I, it. I do the pink stuff. I get it. So I get we're it. more traditional, but not everybody has to be. No, for sure. Uh, what is the makeup of the people who come in? Uh, I think exactly what you said at the beginning, it's really a mix. Uh, there's a lot more female or gender diverse interest in beer than there used to be because of craft beer. So, you know, we we sort of have targeted really trying to be an accessible place for everyone to feel comfortable, but it, truly it's, it's all craft beer. Um, and you'll see that at any of the breweries that you go to around Edmonton, especially that it's a very welcoming environment. You don't have to feel dumb for not knowing, you know, what type of beer you like or anything like that. And again, that's where the the women's group really comes in. My goal is just to provide a little bit of education so that you you can kind of, you know, take up more space when you go into a brewery, a pub, a liquor store. Uh, you know, it's really about empowering women with a little bit of education. And, and why is that? Why do you why do you want to fill that gap? I mean, I have a big heart for women. So within my family medicine practice, I have a special interest in women's health. Mm -hmm. Um, I see uh, how women are impacted by the patriarchy throughout all different uh, aspects of their life. And I think, you know, our social circumstances are another uh, small or big way that that can really impact females on a day-to-day -day basis. And so why not be able to uh, go out and enjoy things in the same way that men do. We should be able Chug to... Chug a beer just like... That's exactly right. <laughs> just Chug like it, Bob can. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people, uh, and I know my friend, uh, I know she's like, I don't like beer. I'm like, well, try this one. It, this is the, this is actually really good. doesn't really taste like beer. I don't know if that's the goal but uh, or what I should be saying, but, you know, it, there's, there's sours that are really good, the fruit-infused beer, if you like something uh, bright and crisp, and, and other beers as well that, that, you know, may not have fruit in it or may not have lobster in it, if you will, that are really approachable for uh, women, honestly, for, for anybody. That's the funnest part about doing farmer's markets. So when we're out working in the farmer's markets... And we, sampling. Yeah, exactly. We get to sample every single beer with every customer that comes up. And that's the biggest challenge when someone comes up and says, oh, I don't like beer, or I only drink Coors, or whatever it is. It's like, okay, let's, let me find one that you enjoy. And that, again, is what I'm hoping the women are going to come do in the group. We're going to try lots of different beers of ours, of other breweries, we're going to sample lights, darks, hoppy, malty, a little bit of everything so that everybody can go, ah, that's the style that I like. I want more of that. All right. Uh, you can stick around. You're, yeah. you're not, there's no patients waiting for you? Not yet. It's okay. Because, <laughs> you, you know, everyone hates when they go first thing to the doctor and they have to wait a long time for their appointment. Uh, it is uh, 7.44. We're going to take a bit of a break. Dr. Nicole Perks uh, from Manual Labor Brewing uh, joining us, talking about um, some courses, actually starting in just a couple of days. The AB BC's on beer. We're going to be back in two minutes. This morning on 6.30 Ched, I'm Stacy and Daryl is back tomorrow. He is... He has landed from his Costa Rican trip, but uh, he landed, I think, two o'clock in the morning. So he's taking the day to rest up and he's going to be in fighting form tomorrow with a bunch of stories from Costa Rica and maybe about some of the beverages he had. Maybe there's some unique beer. And that's kind of interesting when you go around the world to try the beers uh, from different countries, the, the countries that you are in, because everyone tastes different. And we're talking about educating women on beer and sort of bridging the beverage divide, if you will. Dr. Nicole Perks is owner and manager of Manual Labor Beer uh, in uh, Sherwood Park. She joins us to talk about some of the courses that are starting in just a couple of days to educate women on beer and the world of beer. And it starts um, Wednesday, right? That's right. And so what's the first class? 
The first class is going to be the four beer ingredients. Do you know what they are? Hops. Good. Uh, grain of some sort? Is that Pretty left? close, yeah. Barley, malt. Barley, yep. malt. Uh-huh. Water? Uh-huh. Um, and how do you ferment? Uh, yeast. There we go. See? We're educating already. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And how it all works together, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to, you know, sit down and explain how to bake cookies. I'm not the one that does the brewing. Mm-hmm. Richard does it. So if you're interested in learning that side of it, then you can book one of uh, his tour and tastings with him on a Sunday. Um, but for our sessions, the, I mean, the big point is just to sit down, provide a little bit of education and then socialize. We get to hang out. We get to drink good beers and have fun. And so the other courses are Lager versus ale. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> There's quite a few, okay. but a big portion of it is the type of yeast that's used. Okay. So a lot of people traditionally think of uh, ale as being dark and a lager as being light. Not at all. You can have dark malted lagers. You can have very light ales like a golden ale, a pale ale. And so it's not actually in the color or the type of malt that's used. It's in the, the uh, variety of yeast. Uh, another one, uh, looking at beer. Yes. We're supposed to look at it before we drink it? Absolutely. You can okay. snob a- about beer in the same way that you snob about wine. So your uh, your first port of call is supposed to be looking at the glass itself to make sure that it's a high quality beer clean glass. And then you're looking at the effervescence, the foam, the the actual head on it, the lacing on the glass, the color of it. There's The lots proper of... way to pour, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Lots of little nuances. Uh, don't fear the IPA. A lot of people, uh, they, they just shut their minds. I don't want an IP. I don't like it. Exactly. This was a uh, movement maybe 10, 15 years ago that really caught on with the West Coast IPAs. So people always think of IPAs as being punchy in the back of the throat bitter. But there's so many great East Coast, New England IPAs that are super fruity, super aromatic, and they're just very pleasant drinking beers. It doesn't have to be bitter for the sake of bitter. And weird beers and weirder questions. What's the weirdest question you've ever been asked about beer and making of beer? Oof. Uh, weird questions. I get a, asked a lot about like yeast and, you know, is it brewer's yeast? Is it yeast that's on people? Is it baker's yeast? What's the difference between those things? That's pretty weird. Okay. Can, can, <laughs> can you answer that? I, I, answer I, that for us? I, I, my husband's going to be so disappointed in me because I always bring women's health into conversations. That <laughs> well, <shouldn't> be. <laughs> you are a family doctor, so. Okay. So, I mean, the yeast that lives on humans typically is candida species. Yes. Versus uh, baker's yeast and brewer's yeast are Saccharomyces cerevisiae. So completely it's completely different. Different, completely different. It's like a whole different animal, different species. All right. <laughs> and the goal, I guess, of all this is to make it more approachable. I, I know that you have really unique names for your beer, and so you know, my wife's what was. My wife's red ale. Yes. My wife's red ale. Treat yourself. Hey guys. Eleven's louder. You've got some really unique names to your beer. Does that and in terms of packaging, in terms of labels, does that you know factor in on who's picking up that beer, whether it's a man or a woman? Uh, You know what? We didn't specify, you know, in thinking about our our branding and things like that, we didn't try to specify female versus male, but we did want things to be very clear, very simple, easy to read so that Mm -hmm. when you're in the liquor store looking at a hundred different beer labels, you can easily see what type of beer is it. The champagne cider is pink label. Yes, it is. Right. And I bet (laughs) mostly women, women drink that. Yes. Now the cider was one that I had to wrestle my husband for because he didn't want to make a cider at all. He's a very traditional... 
uh, beer drinker. He wanted he didn't want to add fruit to anything. He didn't want to make any sours. He lost so, that bet because I had a raspberry beer at your establishment that's on right, Friday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's lost a few bets along the way. Okay, so I forced him to make the cider, and initially it was just going to be on tap in house, so that when people came mm-hmm. into the brewery, they had something other than beer to drink. Uh, but unfortunately for him, it was so popular we had to put it in cans, and it's been one of our top sellers. Real dry. We use champagne yeast for it. The style of Saccharomyces is the champagne style. And so it almost tastes like a champagne. You ferment it totally down. It's really dry, super crisp, tart, easy drinking. The ladies love it, but the men do too. Excellent. So is there room for Wednesday uh, on Wednesday's class? Is there room for Absolutely. more precip- uh, participants? Yep. We've got, we're about halfway sold so far. Okay. So we've got lots of space still. Uh, no matter how small or big the group, I think it'll be a really nice environment. And uh, that it costs how much? $28 for mm-hmm. each session. And uh, you can sign up to one session or all six, however many you want. All right. And it's uh, scattered uh, through February, March, April, May, and uh, the last one in June. Thanks so much for joining us, Doc. Thank you so much for having me. Dr. Nicole Perks, owner and manager of Manual Labor Beer in Sherwood Park.